Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? How are you doing, my friends? You know, I spend a lot of time online, obviously, because I do the podcast and all the social media stuff. But you know what I've noticed, which is really weird on YouTube, is a whole lot of battle of the sexes stuff. Battle of the sexes. You got a bunch of ladies that say guys on crap. You got a bunch of guys that say ladies on crap. Everybody says the other group of people isn't crap. People don't realize that individually, everybody is a piece of crap. Yes, I said it. We're varying degrees of a piece of crap, but we're all crap. You have to understand there are certain things that are simple, but not easy. Simple, but not easy. An amazing amount of things are simple, but not easy. Here's my example. I want to move a car from one side of the street to the other side of the street. That's pretty easy. Okay, the car won't start, but I still have to move it. It's still simple. Car on this side of the street needs to be on that side of the street. If I put it in neutral, can I get it across the street? Yes. Simple. But it's not going to be easy. I know because I've had to do it before by myself. And relationships are exactly the same thing. Simple, but not easy. We're just going to use heterosexual relationships at this particular time because that's the only thing I've been in. Okay? Now, I am a dude and I find a lady attractive. Do I want to spend time with her? Yes. Do I love her company? Absolutely. But let's be honest, if she's my girlfriend, in addition to wanting her company and caring about what happens to her, I want to get it on with her as often as possible. Now, as right, and if she's my girlfriend or wife, I only want to get it on with her, but I only want to get it on with her. But I want to get it on with her as often as possible. Oh, yeah. If I had my way, it would be breakfast and get it on lunch, get it on early evening, get it on. Hey, let's go to bed. But first, let's get it on. Yeah, like the Marvin Gaye song. Exactly. And women want to get it on, too, but they want relationships, right? They like to nest. They like to know that they have you around, right? They want you to be a protector if they need protecting. They want you to be, uh, you know, somebody that supports them if they need support. They need you to be that guy, the guy that helps out and does all the things that a guy is supposed to do, right? And of course, they want to get it on with you, too, especially if you're me. <laughs> Shut up. It's my podcast. Back to what I'm saying. Right. Now, that's the standard way people think of things. And it would seem that it's pretty simple. Right. You're two adults who enjoy each other's company and you check each other to see if you have diseases. And if you don't have any diseases, you go home and you get it on on a regular basis and you treat each other good. Right. That's what a relationship is. I'll treat you good. You treat me good. We'll get it on as often as possible. Happily ever after. Simple. But is it easy? No. Half of marriages end in divorce. Right. And people always talk about how half of marriages end in divorce. But what they don't talk about is the ninety nine point nine percent of relationships that don't get to marriage that end in divorce. People like a marriage ending in, in a divorce is like losing in the Super Bowl. Right. 
And that sucks, but you did get to the Super Bowl. There's something to be said for that, right? Like if you see somebody, you find them attractive. The first thing you're thinking about is, man, I want to get it on with that person. You date them, you begin getting it on with them. You like them so much, you decide that you want to marry them. You marry them and you're living in the same house and you get in it on with them. So we're now in the Super Bowl. And if you die before you get sick of each other, you won the Super Bowl. But if you get divorced, ooh, wide left on this field goal. Nice participation trophy, chump. That's what happens. But what about the other teams that don't even get to the Super Bowl, right? What about the teams that don't even get to the playoffs, right? You're a person, you've never been in a serious relationship. You've definitely never been married because you haven't even been in a serious relationship. You're a team that didn't even get to the playoffs. You're watching the playoffs on television. You're hearing about the playoffs. You're longing for the playoffs. You didn't make it. Oh, no. Relationships are the same way, my friends. Simple, but not easy. Simple. Two people like each other, enjoy each other's company, make the decision they're going to build a life together, maybe even have children, but definitely getting it on. Hey, let's be nice to each other and get it on. Simple, but it's not easy. Battle of the sexes has been going on for as long as we all can remember. And what are we actually fighting for? How can you fight with somebody when you want that person? I want you and I want you, but let's be mean to each other but not have sex and then talk to our friends about how bad the other person is. Sounds like a good idea to me. Hey, let's do that forever. Hey, let's do that forever. It's stupid. We've all been there. I know what it's like to go out on a date with someone and you think everything's great. Oh, this is fantastic. She's charming. She's beautiful. And she's going, hey, he's charming. He's handsome. I think I might at some point in the near future get it on with this person. Well, that's what she's thinking. He's thinking, damn, I wish we were getting it on right now. <laughs> we're dudes. We, we want to get it on now. And I know my ladies listening will go, well, we want to get it on now, too. I know, but we're not talking about when you see me. We're talking about when you see other guys. <laughs> Shut up. It's my podcast. I can compliment myself if I want to. Back to the story. But it's simple, but it's not easy. It should be easy. We all get into relationships, battle of the sexes. We all get into relationships, battle of the sexes. And what happens? We think it's over with. Oh, we were so happy in the beginning. It was new. Weren't you happy with your car when you first got it? Wasn't it clean when you first got it? Didn't you vacuum it every day when you first got it? Didn't you make it a point to carve out 45 minutes to clean the car, to wash the windows, to clean the wheels, to put in the new fresh mint? Oh, look at my car. It's fantastic. You put in that amount of time with your car and you liked your car because in the beginning you treated your car good and made sure you kept it nice and cleaned and polished. In the beginning of the relationship, you did exactly the same thing. You told her how gorgeous she was. She told you how handsome you were, right? You walked into the other room. You put your hands on her delicious buttocks. Not because you were trying to get the pants off of her delicious buttocks. Granted, you would like the pants off of her delicious buttocks so you can have access to, access to her delicious buttocks. But right now, you're just putting your hands on her delicious buttocks because you want her to know that to you, her buttocks is delicious. 
Right? It's not the same with her because if she comes up and, you know, does a, a, an accidental junk touch, you're like, oh, you must be ready to go. She's like, I'm literally leaving for work. Just because you have the day off doesn't mean we can stay home and get it on. Why don't you quit your job? We can't afford to have me quit my job. I make just as much money as you do, stupid. We need both salaries so we can live this life. Well, right now, I want to live some life in that delicious butter. She says, shut up, punk, and goes to work. That <laughs> definitely wasn't me that that happened to. <laughs> I'm cutting that part out of the podcast. F y'all back to me. But you treated her well. You rubbed her feet. Right? You ran bubble baths for her when you got home for work early. You actually left work early so you can get home and set up the bubble bath and put up the music and put the rose petals on the bedroom. And then she comes in and you go, I would like to let you know you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll have a bubble bath waiting for you. And she gets the bubble bath and she takes the bubble bath. She asks if you're going to come in for the bubble bath. You said, I already took a shower. And while you're taking the bubble bath, I got a few extra surprises for you. And those few extra surprises came in a box two days earlier from a store that has the kind of name you can't say on television. If you understand what I'm saying a whole lot of stuff in that box <laughs> and she's not even going to get to see all the stuff in that box because there's so much stuff in that box you ain't got enough time to use all the stuff in that box but you can use one of those things in the box maybe even two of those things from the box you're damn right she gets out of the shower of the bath she comes out you got the oils though one of the other things in the box was the oil and you get the massage oil and she says rub my shoulders and you start at the buttocks and she goes what about my shoulders and he goes i'm not going to eat whipped cream off your shoulders well, actually, you are going to whip, whip cream off her shoulder, but right now you want an excuse to play with her buttocks and you do that. And she laughs. Ah, and then you rub her shoulders for about two minutes and then back to 45 minutes of rubbing her buttocks. <laughs> and then you get those things out of the box and use those things out of the box. And she's really glad you got those things out of the box. <laughs> You're damn right. And then you grab some things out of the box that she uses that you want used on you. And then she goes, you really want me to use this on you? Are you all right? Is there something wrong with you? you? What the heck is, why would you want me to do that? And then you go, look, I don't, don't judge me. Just use the thing from the box. And <laughs> mind your business. Definitely not me. F y'all back to me. Right. And that's how you are in the beginning, in the beginning. And that's why she thinks you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. But you haven't rubbed warm oils on her buttocks in about four years, have you? You haven't given her a bubble bath in years, have you? Uh, you hand her a bowl of a box of soap that's really soap for you. Double manly soap. She goes, I can't use double manly soap. It's going to scratch my skin. It's soap, ain't it? Right. And she's like, I can't believe him. Girl, he, I can't believe he went and bought double manly soap and expect me to use double manly soap. He ain't nothing but a piece of crap and a dirty piece of crap. Now she's mad at you. And she told her friends what a piece of crap you are. Now all they know is that you're a piece of crap. They don't know about the good stuff you did. They don't know about the good stuff you did because she hasn't talked about the good stuff you did because you haven't done good stuff in a while. You dumb bastard. Right. So now she has all of her friends coming over. And when they come over, first of all, she was feeling pretty good. She was feeling nice, right? But then they come over and they remind her of all the crap you did. Even though you've been pretty good for the past couple of weeks, you walk in the room and there's five women in the room looking at you like you dirty, rotten, sassafras, and Jehoshaphat. But they don't say those words. They say the real words, you know, what words I'm talking about, right? And that's why she's mad at you. 
And ladies, don't act like you're off the hook. That's right. I know half this audience is women, so don't even act like you thought you were going to get away with it. I don't think so, sister. It's now time to roast your punk asses. Uh, except, uh, uh, then again, there's a chance I might be able to get it on with a couple of you. So the ones that are, I, I would, I'm going to actually have a chance to get it on with you. This doesn't apply to you, just the rest. Then again, it doesn't, then again, y'all are my damn audience. I need y'all to keep listening. So this applies to other people who are women, but definitely not the women listening to me. <laughs> Shut up and listen. Back to you. He comes in our house after a hard day of work, right? It's your turn to cook, but you decide you don't want to cook. You decide you don't want to cook. He says, I cooked the last three days. So I took your turns, baby. Oh, shut up. Well, if you get time to cook, then you need to cook, right? And he moves over. Everything's looking good. He look, he goes in the other room, takes a shower, starts looking good. He does some push-ups. He comes into the room. He turns on the meter. Bow, bow, bow. Let's get it on. He got the music and you're looking at him. I know you are not turning on that music because you think you're getting some. He's like, um... No, I definitely didn't think I was getting some. That's why I'm standing here with an open robe with a gigantic penis sitting here waiting to be enjoyed by you. But apparently that's not going to happen. I'm just going to go dip this in some cold water. Then again, as much as I've been, you haven't had any of your delicious buttocks in like a month and a half. So I, I, I don't think the cold water is going to work, right? She don't tell you you look good. You do some nice stuff for her. She complains about stuff you don't do. Then when you do the stuff, she acts like she didn't notice it. I can't believe you did not mow the lawn, you dirty bastard. And you go, oh, you're right. I definitely need you go in and mow the lawn. And not only do you mow the lawn, you go out of your way. And you remember she likes this particular type of flower. And then you go out there. You learn how to plant the flowers. You plant the flowers. You mow the lawn. You, you, you put in some bushes that spell out she's the best. And then she goes, oh, I didn't say I wanted words in my damn flowers you bastard and he's like I thought I was doing something nice and she's and then you get on the phone man I can't believe that woman she said I did and I did with the flowers and now she's mad about the flowers man I don't know how you put up with that man I tell you one thing my wife would never want to do if my wife did that you'd be, you'd be get they start talking about that crap and all of a sudden she's at her friend's house talking about how you ain't crap and you're out the butt the bar trading stories about how your wife ain't crap and all of that crap and you used to be happy and now you're mad at each other but you don't want to leave each other because you realize all you're going to be doing is trading one pain in the ass spouse for a potential new pain in the ass spouse who you know is going to be nice to you for about eight months and then start treating you like the crap this person is treating you and you don't want to go through that crap because you don't want to have even a chance of thinking you're going to be happy knowing you're not really going to be happy <laughs> i'm not telling my own story shut up so what i'm saying my friends is it's simple but it's not easy. We fall in love and we let the chemicals in our brain trick us into thinking that it's exactly it's going to be exactly that way forever when it's not going to be that way forever. It can't be that way forever. It doesn't last that long, my friends. That's why I say people should date for more than a year before they get married, right? Because that first year, you're really, really stupid. You need to know what that person's going to be like when they get ticked off at you. You need to know what that person's going to be like when you turn them down for some delicious buttocks. You need to know what that person's going to be like under all circumstances. And then, and only then, should you get serious with that person. I'm just saying. I'm about to turn 54 this year, so I've seen a whole lot of things. 
I know what it's like to have that new relationship. Ah, the new relationship smell. Ah, the new car smell. Ah, the new apartment smell. Yeah, that's how it smells when it's new. But then after a while, mold and mildew get into the car. Ew, it stinks. Mold and mildew get into the apartment. Ooh, it stinks. Mold and mildew get into the relationship. Oh, this relationship stinks. But it doesn't have to stink. If you clean the apartment on a regular basis, it doesn't stink. If you clean the car in a relationship, it doesn't stink. If you clean out the stupid problems and the stupid arguments and the bones of contention that could easily be, easily be, easily be discussed at a table where you're just sitting there talking to each other, all the mold and the mildew in a relationship can be washed away so the relationship doesn't stink. I've seen those relationships. It's amazing when you see people that literally like each other's company, love being around each other. Husbands and wives whose faces still light up when they see each other. Boyfriends and girlfriends whose faces still light up when they see each other. Right? You ever seen a really old couple? They've been married 48 years they're both in their 70s. They, you know, you see like a fit and trim, healthy 70-year-olds. And you look at them. She walks into the room. His face light up. He walks into the room. Her face lights up. You see them hugging each other and slobbing each other down. And all of that crap. Right? And you're going, oh, my goodness. Those two old people are going to go home and get it on. They're still getting it on. Right? And you're going, well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I hope when I'm 70, I'm still getting it on. I hope I have somebody that I still love enough that I want to still get it on with them. And instead of being grossed out and you know you damn well are, shut up. You start going, that's actually a beautiful thing. I would like to find that that would be awesome. Because they figured out how to make the simple easy. Right? And that's what it's all about, my friends. Making simple things easy. Because that's what life can be. Life is very, very simple. And in many cases, we could make it easy. But we choose not to by making bad decisions. We surround ourselves with the wrong idiot, with a bunch of idiots. We know we can get rid of these idiots. We know we can get rid of them. We can. There's nothing wrong with ghosting idiots. You might not want to ghost somebody you care about or ghost somebody that's good to you or ghost somebody that can benefit you or ghost somebody that's been respectful towards you. But if you're around a bunch of dumbasses, it's okay to ghost them. You're trying to lose weight and you got a friend that keeps bringing over double cupcakes with lard on them. You got to ghost that bastard. You're trying to, you haven't touched a drink in three years and you got a friend who goes, hey, just take a shot, ghost that bastard. You're trying to win at life and become successful. You're an entrepreneur. You have a good idea. You know what's a good idea. You have done the research and you know what's a good idea. And you got a bunch of jackasses who are always kind of getting in the way, always distracting you, always trying to get you in trouble, always trying to drag you away from the thing that's going to put you in the position and the place you want to be. It's okay to ghost those bastards. Why? Because those people are the mildew that's in your apartment. They're the mildew that's in your car. They're the mildew that's in your relationship. I'm not saying that a person is mildew. I'm only speaking metaphorically. What I'm saying is they're in the way and they're making something that should be simple and should be easy. Not so simple and not so easy. Like right now, you're listening to my incredibly smooth tones. 
Isn't it easy to hear my voice slide into your ear? Hmm? Of course it is. That's why you keep coming back. That's why you've been listening to me for almost a decade, you bastards. <laughs> you know what else is easy? Telling you how much I appreciate you coming back. Telling you how much I love you guys as a group, you bastards. And saying you can do something simple and easy for me. It's very, very simple to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't. It's very, very simple to write a five-star review on whatever podcast you're using. It doesn't matter which one it is. It's very, very simple to tell a friend to tell a friend to come back and listen to this podcast. It's very simple, and it would make everything much more easy for me. Much love to you all, my friends. Episode number 440, and I will see you again next time, you bastards. (laughs) Take care.